Seeing that we have a great high priest that has passed into the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth tells so forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Alleluia. Christ the Lord ascended into heaven. O come, let us adore him. Alleluia. Say together the Venite. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his and he made it and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness, let the whole earth stand in awe of him. For he cometh, for he cometh to judge the earth, and with righteousness to judge the world, and the peoples with his truth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Morning Psalm, the Psalm 81, found on 442. Sing merrily unto God our strength. Make a cheerful noise unto the God of Jacob. Take the psalm, bring hither the tabret, the merry harp with the lute. Blow up the trumpet in the new moon, even in the time appointed, and make our solemn feast day. For this was made a statute for Israel, and a law of the God of Jacob. This he ordained in Joseph for a testimony, when he came out of the land of Egypt and heard a strange language. I eased his shoulder from the burden, and his hands were delivered from making the pots. Thou callest upon me in troubles, and I delivered thee, and heard thee what time as the storm fell upon me. I proved thee also at the waters of strife. Hear, O my people, and I will assure thee, O Israel, if thou wilt hearken unto me. There shall no strange God be in thee, neither shalt thou worship any other God. I am the Lord thy God, who brought thee out of the land of Egypt. Open thy mouth wide, and I shall fill it. But my people would not hear my voice, and Israel would not obey me. So I gave them up unto their own hearts' lusts, and let them follow their own imaginations. Oh, that my people would have hearkened unto me, for if Israel had walked in my ways, I should have put down their enemies and turned my hand against their adversaries. The haters of the Lord should have submitted themselves unto him, but their time should have endured forever. I would have fed them also with the finest wheat flour, and with honey out of the stony rock would I have satisfied thee. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
Here begins the eighth chapter of the book of Zechariah. Again, the word of the Lord of hosts came, saying, Thus says the Lord of hosts, I am zealous for Zion with great zeal. With great fervor I am zealous for her. Thus says the Lord, I will return to Zion and dwell in the midst of Jerusalem. Jerusalem shall be called the city of truth, the mountain of the Lord of hosts, the holy mountain. Thus says the Lord of hosts, old men and old women shall again sit in the streets of Jerusalem, each one with his staff in his hand, because of great age. The streets of the city shall be full of boys and girls playing in its streets. Thus says the Lord of hosts, if it is marvelous in the eyes of the remnant of this people in these days, will it also be marvelous in my eyes? Says the Lord of hosts. Thus says the Lord of hosts, behold, I will save my people from the land of the east and from the land of the west. I will bring them back and they shall dwell in the midst of Jerusalem. They shall be my people, and I will be their God, in truth and righteousness. Thus says the Lord of hosts, Let your hands be strong, you who have been hearing in these days, these words of, by the mouth of the prophets, who spoke in the, day of the, in the day the foundation was laid, for the house of the Lord of hosts, that built, that the temple might be built. For before these days there were no wages for man, nor any hire for beast. There was no peace from the enemy for whoever went out or came in, for I set all men, everyone, against his neighbor. But now I will not treat the remnant of this people as in the former days, says the Lord of hosts. For the seed shall be prosperous, the vine shall give its fruit, the ground shall give her increase, and the heavens shall give their due. I will cause the remnant of this people to possess all these. And it shall come to pass that just as you were a curse among the nations, O house of Judah and house of Israel, so I will save you and you shall be a blessing. Do not fear, let your hands be strong. For thus says the Lord of hosts, just as I determined to punish you when your fathers provoked me to wrath, says the Lord of hosts, and I would not relent. So again in these days I am determined to do good to Jerusalem and to the house of Judah. Do not fear. These are the things you shall do. Speak each man the truth to his neighbor. Give judgment in your gates for truth, justice, and peace. Let none of you think evil in your heart against your neighbor. And do not love a false oath. For all these are things that I hate, says the Lord. Then the word of the Lord of hosts came to me, saying, Thus says the Lord of hosts, The fast of the fourth month, the fast of the fifth, the fast of the seventh, the fast of the tenth, shall be joy and gladness and cheerful feasts. For the house of Judah, therefore, love and truth, or love, truth, and peace. Thus says the Lord of hosts, People shall yet come, inhabitants of many cities. The inhabitants of one city shall go to another, saying, Let us continue to go and pray before the Lord, and seek the Lord of hosts. I myself will go also. Yes, many peoples and strong nations shall come to seek the Lord of hosts in Jerusalem, and to pray before the Lord. Thus says the Lord of hosts, in those days, ten men from every language of the nation shall grasp the sleeve of a Jewish man, saying, Let us go with you, for we have heard that God is with you. Here is the first lesson. Together the Tadeum. We praise thee, O God. We acknowledge thee to be the Lord. All the earth doth worship thee, the Father everlasting. To thee all angels cry aloud the heavens and all the powers therein. To thee, cherubim and seraphim continually do cry. Holy, holy, holy 
Lord God of Sabaoth, heaven and earth are full of the majesty of thy glory. The glorious company of the apostles praise thee, the goodly fellowship of the prophets praise thee, the noble army of martyrs praise thee, the holy church throughout all the world doth acknowledge thee. The Father of an infinite majesty, thine adorable true and only Son, also the Holy Ghost, the Comforter. Thou art the King of glory, O Christ, thou art the everlasting Son of the Father. When thou tookest upon thee to deliver man, thou didst humble thyself to be born of a virgin. When thou hast overcome the sharpness of death, thou didst open the kingdom of heaven to all believers. Thou sittest at the right hand of God in the glory of the Father. We believe that thou shalt come to be our judge. We therefore pray thee, help thy servants, whom thou hast redeemed with thy precious blood. Make them to be numbered with thy saints in glory everlasting. O Lord, save thy people and bless thine heritage. Govern them and lift them up forever. Day by day we magnify thee and we worship thy name ever world without end. Vouchsafe, O Lord, to keep us this day without sin. O Lord, have mercy upon us, have mercy upon us. O Lord, let thy mercy be upon us, as our trust is in thee. O Lord, in thee have I trusted, let me never be confounded. Here begins the 22nd chapter of the book of Revelation. And he showed me a pure river of water, of life, clear as crystal, proceeding from the throne of God and of the Lamb. In the middle of its street, on either side of the river, was the tree of life, which bore twelve fruits, each tree yielding its fruit every month. The leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. And there shall be no more curse, but the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it, and his servants shall serve him. They shall see his face, and his name shall be on their foreheads. There shall be no night there. They need no lamp nor light of the sun, for the Lord God gives them light and they shall reign forever and ever. Then he said to me, These words are faithful and true. And the Lord God of the holy prophets sent his angel to show his servants the things which must shortly take place. Behold, I am coming quickly. Blessed is he who keeps the words of the prophecy of this book. Now I, John, saw and heard these things, and when I heard and saw, I fell down to worship before the feet of the angel who showed me these things. Then he said to me, See that you do not do that, for I am your fellow servant, and of your brethren the prophets, and of those who keep the words of this book. Worship God. And he said to me, Do not seal the words of the prophecy of this book, for the time is at hand. He who is unjust, let him be unjust still. He who is filthy, let him be filthy still. He who is righteous, let him be righteous still. He who is holy, let him be holy still. And behold, I am coming quickly, and my reward is with me to give to everyone according to his work. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. Blessed are those who do his commandments, that they may have, right, have the right to the tree of life and may enter through the gates into the city. But outside are dogs and sorcerers and sexually immoral and murderers and idolaters and whoever loves the practices a lie. Whoever loves and practices a lie. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify to those things in the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David, the bright and morning star. And the spirit and the bride say, come, and let him who hears say, come, and let him who thirsts come. Whoever desires, let him take the water of life freely. 
For I testify to everyone who hears the words of the prophecy of this book. If anyone adds to these things, God will add to him the plagues that are written in this book. And if anyone takes away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God shall take away his part from the book of life, from the holy city, and from the things which are written in this book. He who testifies to these things says, Surely I am coming quickly. Amen. Even so, come Lord Jesus. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. Here ends the second lesson. Together, the Dignus Thou worthy, O Lord, receive glory and honor and power. For thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are and were created. Thou art worthy, O Lamb, that was slain, and hath redeemed us to God by thy blood. Out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation, and hast made us kings and priests unto our God. Blessing and honor and glory and power be unto him that sitteth upon the throne, and unto the Lamb forever and ever. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. Third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O God, the King of glory, who has exalted thine only Son, Jesus Christ, with great triumph unto thy kingdom in heaven, we beseech thee, leave us not comfortless, but send to us thine Holy Ghost to comfort us, and exalt us unto the same place whither our Savior Christ has gone before, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Ghost, one God, world without end. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, send us thy humble servants in all assaults for enemy, that we surely trust in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning. Thank you all for, for joining us. This morning is, is the end of the Ascension Site season, and it's also the end of the Book of Revelation. Although Ascension technically continues the whole day, this afternoon's evening prayer will be looking forward to tomorrow, 
as the eve of the Feast of Pentecost. This morning, in our final reading from Ascension, there are two themes of the readings. The first is one that we've had all week at morning prayer, the creation of God's kingdom, which of course is a major theme, if not the major theme, of the revelation of St. John. Our psalm opens with three verses of the psalmist calling on Israel to praise God with singing in the instruments of the day, the harp, the lute, the trumpet, and the tambourine. While some Protestant denominations forbade singing during worship or perhaps the use of instruments, the actions of David and most especially the psalms emphasize the importance of singing to give praise to God. At the same time, the models that the psalms provide are not going where the Spirit leads us, but using the verses of the same 150 psalms for hundreds, now thousands of years. After these opening commands to sing praises, verses 4 and 5 explain why they should be singing praises. The remaining 12 verses re report the command of God to the people of Israel. These commands remind God's people of what he has done for them in saving them from Egypt. As in verse 7, Thou callest upon me in troubles, and I delivered thee. And in verse 11, which promises, Open thy mouth wide, and I shall fill it. Alas, most of the psalm is filled with the major themes of the Old Testament, the failure of God's people to trust in him and follow his commands, and what he will do for them if they will eventually do so. Meanwhile, our Old Testament reading marks the ending of the first half of the book of Zechariah. The prophet is writing in the 6th century BC, at the time when the Persian emperor Cyrus the Great issued his edict, allowing exiles to return to Judah, reestablish the Davidic kingship, and build the second temple. Zechariah is recounting what he's heard from the Lord of hosts, a frequently used description in the Old Testament that emphasizes both God's earthly might and his role of king of all creation. In this passage, God promises a restoration of Zion, the religious community of the people of Israel and Jerusalem, to their rightful seat in Jerusalem. He promises that David's great city will regain its glory and prosperity, and he will dwell with them there. He also anticipates the great commandment of the New Testament by saying that people will come to Jerusalem from many tongues and nations to seek the God of Israel and worship him. Meanwhile, our New Testament reading finishes the prophecy of the third heavenly Jerusalem. On the last day before Pentecost, the day that establishes the church, we read the last chapter of the last book of the New Testament, the Revelation to St. John. The entire book is both the testimony of St. John as to what he witnessed in this revelation, and also his letter to the early Christian church communicating how God's entire plan will be fulfilled on the last days. In today's reading, some passages echo the earlier Old Testament prophecies such as Zechariah. St. John reports that Jesus calls upon his people to be obedient to his commandments. He promises the fruits of the tree of life for those who do so and for punishment for those who do not. Of course, what is different and in this reading is that these are God's final rewards and judgments at the last day. As the final verses of this final chapter of this final book emphasize, the final judgment will, well, be final. Unlike throughout the Old Testament, there will be no more chances for God's people to fail, repent, and to be given one more chance. Finally, in the context of this last chapter of Revelation, 
John returns to the theme of living waters, which is mentioned six other places in the, our modern English scriptures. The best known of these is Jesus talking to the Samaritan woman at the well from the fourth chapter of John's gospel, an event not reported by the other gospels. Later in John's gospel, in John 7, Jesus promises to send the Holy Spirit, as he does on Pentecost, when he says, If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. Here, in these final words from St. John, he shares his vision of the central role of the river of life in the heavenly Jerusalem. On the one hand, the river of life is providing nourishment and sustenance for this greatest of all cities. And of course, providing life as John promised in his words from Christ in his gospel. But more importantly in this final revelation, the waters will be part of the perfection of all God's creation as the trees on either side of the river provide the healing of the nations. Verses three through five promise, and there shall be no more curse, but the throne of God and of the lamb shall be in it and his servants shall serve him. They shall see his face and his name shall be on their foreheads. There shall be no night there. They need no lamp nor light of the sun for the Lord God lives in light and they shall reign forever and ever. This is the vision John offers to his church and to Christian believers of all ages, the fulfillment of all the promises that he received from Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. We now return to page nine of our Ascension Tide booklet. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down their, thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our friends and neighbors. Reward all those who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any ways afflicted or distressed, in mind, body, or estate. Comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities. Have mercy upon the faithful departed. And grant them an entrance into the land of light and joy and the fellowship of thy saints. For his sake who went about doing good, thy son, our savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Together, general thanksgiving. Almighty God, father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love 
in the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. Almighty God, whose compassions fail not, and whose loving kindness reacheth unto the world's end, we give thee humble thanks for opening heathen lands to the light of thy truth, for making paths in the deep waters and highways in the desert, and for planting thy church in all the earth. Grant, we beseech thee, unto us thy servants, that with lively faith we may labor abundantly to make known to all men thy blessed gift of eternal life. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for Carl and Britt for making this morning's worship possible. Hope you have a wonderful rest of your Ascension season. Thank you. Thank you, you too. Thank you. Everybody. Thank you so much. Thank you, Joel. Thank you, Joel. Bye. Bye.